This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome to your weekend, everybody. Time for another edition of The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco, what a weekend we roll into. NBA playoffs kicking off this weekend. We got the two play-in games. Two teams still need to be decided on this Friday night. Mike and I are going to discuss both of those games and break them down. We've got a team in baseball that's 13-0. The Cubs have a winning record. They're in L.A. The White Sox haven't won a series yet, and it's the final weekend of the regular season in the NHL. What else can we jam in, Mike? You know what? I watched Jack's throwing the other day, Carm, and I was really into that. Once once they put a lineup for that, I may go for it. Then I switched the channel, and it, it had knife throwing. Oh, my God. I mean, you know, What's I the mean, difference, watched, for crying out loud? Uh, I mean. No, there's a handle on one that's a lot bigger. But I got to tell you, uh, I had a great, great weekend last week. I go 2-1. and one. We go 2-2 two and two as a crew. Uh, we keep winning, folks. Please, just just listen to us. You know, give us a, give us some time. That's all I'm going to tell you. But the best day, I'm going to tell you exactly how gambling is, folks. The best golf day I ever had was Sunday. No kidding. Betting golf. Here's what I did. I woke up in the morning. They finished the third round. I took John Rahm plus 190 to win the tournament. Okay. As the match went on, for the first time in my life, I bet live. Okay. And I hit Rahm at 150. Then I hit Rom at 180. Oh, my God. Then I hit Rom at 285. And during this time, all that I saw was Rom was impeccable. Yeah. Kepka was a little tired, a little pressed, okay, from Rom. But I just said the overriding thing that they kept saying is, it's Seve's birthday. And I said, there's right. no way in the first time in my life, because usually when I say there's no way, there's a way, and I'm swimming against the tide. I said, there's no way he's going to blow this. So I had a huge day. But then to tell you, oh, Mike, look at him gloating, tooting his own horn. No. Then on Wednesday, I had one of my worst baseball days ever. Mm. Okay. So I took a day off. You take a day off on Thursday. And come back refreshed for the odds. Now you're ready to rock and roll now for I'm tonight. Ready to rock. But do you ever take a day off, Carl? Absolutely. You got to. Uh, remember during the tournament after I got drubbed on that first yep. uh, Saturday of this, the second weekend, I said, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I didn't bet a game on Sunday. You're Between right. Between Rom, I had five bets with Rom. And I, had seven, and I had seven baseball games. I was burnt out. Oh, my gosh. But, but I kept going because I was winning. And then I got just my royal arse kicked on Wednesday. That happens. Wow. It's the life yeah. of a gambler. That's, That's great it, on Ron, baby. though. Wow. I love the way yeah, you did I that with John Yeah, I kept with Ron. them. And, you know, I was worried. Yeah. Because one bad drive. But Boy, he was terrific. He, he, He's the best. That, his, like, once he got the lead and they got to the back nine and just, like you said, he seemed so in control. Not a lot of wayward shots. He seemed so poised, so in control. Uh, it was impressive. Yeah. And you know what? I'm watching him the, uh, yesterday. At the Heritage? Yeah. And he's plus two. But first of all, he keeps his commitments. He didn't have, a lot of guys cancel when they sure. win the Masters, right, number one? And I'm watching him, and I'm going, well, you know, plus two, hungover from the, right. from the Masters. Right. He's slamming his club. This is my kind of guy. I'm mad because I'm, I'm golfing like crap, period. Love it, yeah. Yep. 
Good for John Rahm. Oh, absolutely. Congrats. It was a fun Masters. Uh, so we've got uh, a couple of playing games that we're going to preview for everybody and probably a, a good place to start as the Bulls do play tonight in Miami for a chance to be the eighth seed mm-hmm. and go to Milwaukee, which, uh, let's face it, they're probably not going to have much of a chance. If they win tonight, they'll be playing late afternoon, early evening, game one in Milwaukee on Sunday in a primetime matchup on national television. But the Bulls go into this game tonight about a five-and-a-half-point favorite. That's been bet out a little bit from the open. Uh, the one thing that keeps coming down is the total in this game. This morning when I checked, it was 209. I'm looking at points bet right now. It's 208 and a half. You don't see many totals this day and age that low, below 210 in the NBA, Mike. But both these teams play at a slower pace. They're both in the bottom third of the league. And uh, the Bulls, while they shoot a decent percentage from three, they take the fewest and make the fewest in the NBA, and the Heat have been spotty from three all season. Both teams are sort of built around defense right now. I'm not shocked to see no. uh, that total so low, but uh, you just don't normally see those well, that many this day. No, age. but you uh, you never see it hardly at all. In fact, in the regular season, it's very minute to see that kind of number. Uh, Miami, uh, a five-and-a-half-point favorite. I haven't heard too many people sell Miami on anybody. Uh, the Bulls, Levine, the other night. Great. I've been a critic of his, yeah. but he came through the other night. I know the over-under for DeRozan points is 21 tonight, which is sort of troubling. Is Jimmy Butler going to try to lock him down? Butler was a huge disappointment in his game. Huge. Going 6 for 19. All I hear people tell, look, he's not a superstar. He's a very, very good player. I would love him on my team, and we had him on our team until the Bulls decided for whatever reasons, like they always do, to go the other way. But I, I'm i fearful of this game. I mean, everything went the Bulls' way. I mean, when you see what Toronto did at the free throw line <laughs> and uh, DeRozan's daughter is the, the exit, is, is Miami going to go 18-36 to 36 like, like Toronto did? I don't think so. I doubt but, it. T- but Miami's defense, besides Butler, is very vulnerable. That's why I'm really troubled by the five-and-a-half-point spread, Tom. Uh, yeah, I, I'm with you on Butler, too. Like, he was disappointing. The, oh, the, he couldn't make a layup. Uh, yeah, he got, you know, uh, Capella blocked him a couple of times yes. at the rim. They, they I thought Trotty they played. back. Yeah, I thought they played really poorly in that Absolutely. game on Tuesday night. But I like what you said. With, with a team like the Heat and with a guy like Jimmy, that sometimes is all the motivation they need to come out and really play well oh, in their yeah. next game. You know he's going to want to kind of stick it to the Bulls. Oh, Just looking at this game metrically, to me it feels like if you're going to play this, you got to take the points. Miami has been a, a bad play, period, post-All-Star break against the number. They're just 9-15. and 15. It's one of the worst in the league. They've got the second-worst home ATS record in the season uh, this year. They're 14-26-2 against the number at home. I, I think that metrically this says Bulls, but... I can't quite get there to make a bet on it yet, Mike, if that well, makes any I'm gonna sense. I'm going to have a pick on this game, but I'm going to tell you something. Tyler Hero can't disappear for a quarter and a half if Miami's going to cover the spread. If the Bulls are going to cover the spread, I know Levine's going to get his 30. I know it. I think he's in a, a little bit of a zone right now. I like the he's playing playing good. I know they benched him during the middle of the season. That was a message sender. Um I, I think you'll need a bench player. Is there a surprise by Colby White? I mm. know that uh, both DeRozan and Levine said Vukovic is underrated and deserves more credit on the ball club. So, I mean, anything can happen here. <sighs> Miami isn't the Miami they used to be. Uh, they can oh, be yeah. scored on. That's a, that's an absolute. They don't cover, like you said, the spread. Nope. 
but I'll have a pick on this game at the okay, end. Okay, I look forward to that. Oh, they're yeah. 22nd in the NBA in defensive efficiency yeah, since the All-Star break. So they're not the same old no. Miami team. I think you're uh, dead on. Uh, Zach, I totally agree with you. Uh, mm-hmm. I even was wondering what the hell was going on in the first 20 minutes of the game on Wednesday. Zach played terribly, and then all of a sudden, I don't know who said something or what clicked, but he became a man possessed, and when he decided yep. he was going to get to the rim, that was it. He got to the rim. It was a very impressive performance. I, I don't know how to explain the first 20 minutes, but his last 20 minutes were fantastic. I've never had anything against the kid except for the fact that I, the Max. Once they signed them, they were 55 to 1 before they signed them, and they stayed at 55 to 1 after. If you're signing a guy to a max deal, that number should drop at least two or three points. Right, yeah. You know? Good point. So we'll see what happens. All right, when we uh, come back, we, we, we're going to preview the other game, too. Don't worry. We'll give you a little taste and our thoughts oh, yeah. on Thunder T-Wolves. I love watching Shea Gilgis-Alexander. I'm excited to see that second game tonight, too. Uh, we will talk a little bit about that game later, but Luke Pergandy is going to join us. We'll see what's hot at Prop Swap. Really a great time of year now yep. uh, as we roll into the postseason for— Yeah, the cup, and I mean the NBA, absolutely. So uh, it'll be fun to talk to Luke. We'll do that coming up. Jim Miller's going to give us ponies a little bit later on. We've got our best plays. So plenty to do, folks. Uh, We've got baseball to talk about, the Rays. Oh, my God. So we got a lot to cover tonight, um, and we want you to stay with us. We're coming right back. We are the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. You're listening to The Odds Couple. With Carmen DeFalco and Mike North. On ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Welcome back inside The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco, we're with you each and every week. You can catch up on demand anytime. Just a couple of clicks, right, yeah, Mike, on the ESPN Chicago eyes. app? And we're going to be on tonight after the Sox game. We will uh, be. Courtesy, of course, Prop Swap. And we're going to be on tomorrow morning, courtesy of Prop Swap. Beautiful It's an thing. embarrassment of riches. And uh, every week we talk to one of the founding members of PropSwap.com and the free, speaking of great free and easy-to-use apps, the Prop Swap app. Luke Pergandy joins us on the Car X Tire and Auto Hotline. What's up, Luke? Hey, Carm. Hey, Mike. How we doing? We're doing great. great. How much did you? Uh, we talked to you last week at this time, and you know you love golf, you love the Masters, you're a sports junkie, but it's also a crazy work weekend for you. How much did you get to just sort of enjoy? And uh, what was the action like for you guys uh, on the site with uh, some of the fun stuff that happened at Augusta last weekend? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so Brooks was Brooks was fifty to one. Mm. Um, of tickets that we saw on prop swap. So, um, you know, going into Sunday, of course, they finished. I think he had to finish eight Sunday morning and then finish, of course, 18 Sunday afternoon. Um, he was around two to one, um, maybe even minus money in some books. Um, and some customers sold their Brooks tickets on prop swap. Some people held on and, of course, watched John Rahm come back in pretty epic fashion and win the yeah. thing. Um, so I think the most notable ticket was a $200 bet on Brooks sold for 4,200 on Saturday afternoon. Mm-hmm. So that was fantastic. And you know, like we always discuss, I hope, you know, maybe he took uh, some of that money and just rebet Brooks, but my goodness, 4,200 bucks, uh, you know, with so much golf left was, God. was a great sale. Absolutely. Yeah. The nonsense I heard, you know, some of the golfers like Brooks Kepka saying, you know, people, uh, you know, were writing the LIV guys off. I don't think uh, the three of us ever did. I was amazed by Mickelson, but that's where the, that. yeah. it wasn't about the money. It was about 
the perception of him, the fact that he didn't talk at the dinner to anybody, stayed to himself. I saw the same thing in Kepka. They wanted to win to make a name for themselves. But as far as John Rahm goes and, 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 and the Masters go, and for the majors, this has been a good thing, live golf. It's been a great thing. This rivalry, I found myself as a PGA fan, Luke, wanting yeah. Rom to win. Were you seeing that in betting slips too? Uh, people that loved Phil, the LIV tour maybe, or, or and people that love PGA. Did you see an uptick in the interest, yeah. even with the Masters, which is always good? Yeah, no, that's a great point. I, I agree. I think this will invigorate the sport. Yep. Um, I think the post-Tiger era was getting a little bit um, just not dramatic enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I agree with you. I think this will kind of add some juice and some some drama, which is what yep. you need in sports to keep people interested. Um, so I, I actually agree with you. I think in the long run, Liv will be, will be a net positive for the PGA Tour. Now, <laughs> the commissioner, whoever makes that call, he's already came out of pocket for a few more tours. So, yeah. um, But I think, I think the net positive with TV ratings and attention into just the sport of golf in general, regardless of where those players are playing, I think will be good. And to answer your question directly, yes, we definitely saw, I would say generally speaking, the older generation was anti-Liv guys, so yep. pro-Rom. Anti Brooks and then the younger generation was like, No, I want Brooks to win. Screw the you mm-hmm. know, the machine of that yep. is the PJ tour. Let's let's have some rivalries going. Yeah, the drama's been at the very it's least great. it's been pretty good for golf. Yeah. The, and the, you know, the, the full swing docuseries has been great on Netflix. It's all helped a little bit. I know there are more pressing Definitely. things than baseball right now, and, and we'll, I do want to pick your brain in a minute, uh, because the Stanley Cup final uh, playoffs are rolling around NBA, but just real quick on, on Tampa's start here. I mean, we're oh. not even 10% of the way through the baseball mm-hmm. season, but uh, at, at 13-0, and 0, uh, what do the odds look like? I'm, I'm looking at the board 10-1 to 1 right now. I don't think that's too much of a drop maybe from where they were preseason. Is it way too early for anybody to kind of start getting excited, looking to buy or sell? Um, I, you know, the race start is incredible, but it's just such a it's such a small portion of the MLB season. Yeah, but Luke. they're plus 500 to not make the playoffs. To not make it. Mm. Plus 500 after two weeks of baseball? got to be because that division vision right absolutely yeah. right <clears throat> yeah super tough division i mean i this will be one of the most exciting baseball finishes that we've seen like but to your point the leaderboard braves astros dodgers yankees padres mets rays blue jays phillies like that is a loaded leaderboard with huge market teams yeah ton of money in all those big cities like that is <clears throat> if this continues the way it started i think this will be a really fun baseball season to watch just tons of talent and those top 10 teams, really big markets. I think it will be um, a lot of parody, just like college basketball was, of course. Is there an appetite for the Lakers as a little bit of a sleeper going into <laughs> yeah. these NBA playoffs? Yeah, so NBA playoffs. A couple things I wanted to talk about. We have a monster Lakers ticket. This guy bets $400. He got the Lakers at 150 to 1 odds oh, in on. December. Oh, my God. Like, that is some of the best timing oh I have God. seen out of future. They are now down to 14 to 1. Oh, my God. The Lakers are. So that ticket, $400 bet, would sell for around $5,000 right now. Of course, would cash for 60000 if it wins. So as always, to me, I told the guy like, "Look, get that thing posted for five grand. Yes, take four, take four grand of it, and just go rebet the Lakers. You get another ticket that pays over a hundred thousand. Like you get the best of both worlds here. Yeah, because Memphis uh, is favored. Memphis yes. is favored. Right. Memphis is the favorite. It's not that they're, they're not playing Magic Johnson. 
They, they're playing oh LeBron, and they're playing Anthony Davis. What? I don't know about the third guy. It's going to help him out. What is he? It, it, yeah, Reeves or uh, Truder played great the other night. Uh, mm-hmm. What is he? What's what? What is he thinking, or what do you get the sense that he wants to do? Will he? If somebody fires on five K, will he take it? So everyone thinks that these tickets explode in value after each win, and you know, to the point of the odds, like in the series, like they're barely an underdog. So, you know, the Grizzlies are like minus 120, I think, right. to win the series. Yeah. So it's not going to explode in value when you win as a, you know, plus 110 right. uh, small underdog. It's going to, it might double, but probably not. So it'd go to like 7,000 value. So again, like I just, you've came so far from 150 to one. That's like crazy. you are, that is one of the best, you know, futures bets of the NBA season to pop a, uh, you know, a team with LeBron on it at 150 to one. Like, just take some cash and props off, take some chips off the table, and just go rebet the Lakers at you know, the, like they said, their current odds is 14 to one. You can even find them at 16 to one if you price shop. So. I mean, if he took half the winnings, if he sold yep. it for 5K, you're, you're and they win, you're cashing another 35,000 dollar ticket. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's a. I think it's a no brainer. All right, well, we'll see what he does. That that's incredible. I figured there'd be some of that out there. Uh, yeah. with the way the Lakers push to the finish. Um, all right, anything else? Stanley Cup playoffs coming up, too. But Mike and I, for so long, have liked Carolina, but not I do anymore. not. Not anymore. I'm with you, Mike. Not the way yeah. they've played lately. They lost Nechnikov. That's going to hurt. Um, any, Edmonton. Yeah, Edmonton's a good call, maybe. Is there a little you know, a little value on Edmonton right now? Yeah. So the Oilers are 7-1 to one right yep. now. Um, Bruins were plus 375. They're now down to about plus 350, plus 330. I don't, like I like the Bruins for sure, but just hockey is so unpredictable yes. with the playoffs. Like, the puck bounces the wrong way a couple games, yep. and all of a sudden you're down two to one in a series. Like yep. I just I don't like betting below five to one odds no, with no. so many rounds to go. It hasn't even the playoffs hasn't even started yet. Um, so I continue to like the Avalanche. You get double your money. Instead of Boston, um, of course, my Vegas Golden Knights. You can find them at fourteen to one. They're a really good team. They won the Pacific. So, um, and then yeah, Tampa's still. I'm not. Tampa's getting a little bit older. Yes. But you can still get Tampa at nineteen to one. So sprinkle a few bucks on Tampa. Those, those would be my three teams to keep an eye Great on. Great stuff. Um, Golden Knights and, and Lightning. Great stuff, Luke. Excellent. Enjoy the weekend, buddy. We'll talk to you next Friday. Okay, thanks, guys. See you, bud. Oh, it's an embarrassment. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yeah, you know, Tampa Bay, real quick. I mean, Lightning uh, I, or Rays? Rays. Okay. I, I, I basically uh, took Texas, uh, the over. I, I said last week I took Texas two teams over, okay. instead of four. I took Texas over and the Cubs over. So yeah. far, so good. Hey, so far, so good on both. My third team was, I, I debated. Oh, I said, God. should I take a third team to oh. be a tiebreaker? Oh, I said, no, that's a losing attitude. I'm going to win both the bets I made. So I decided to get off, and I was going to take Tampa, but they screwed me last year. And I'm not the only guy that got burned by them last year. And I guarantee you, people probably didn't go with the over, which was only 89 and a half. Now, stranger things have happened. Not many, though. To me, uh, the fact that they are winning every game, and I'm watching them last night. Carmen, they're hitting balls that are at their ankles outside. They're not hitting even good pitches. They're hitting bad pitches all over the place. Not only the good pitches, the bad pitches. They have the best ERA. They have the best run differential. I mean, it's staggering what they're doing. I know people said, well, they were playing an easy schedule. I don't care. You should have lost by now. Exactly. Great baseball team. Exactly. Mike, they've got the best run differential by like 50 runs. 
They're, they're a plus 71. The next best team is Milwaukee at plus 25. Unreal. It's I've, unreal. It's been great, and you're seeing, like like somebody said, they got a $77 million <laughs> payroll, while the Mets got a $300-$400 million payroll. It's and, just and, something. And they, they're an embarrassment. I won't mention names. Anybody who tries to do the small market rebuild thing. Anybody else? Billy Bean? They made a movie about him? Forget about that. Shelvin. They never won anything. <laughs> I, I didn't think they should have even made a movie about the guy. Now, this guy, who's running this team? That's what I want to know. Yeah. I mean, wasn't Hoyer? Was Hoyer ever with them? No, uh, Boston and San Diego. I mean, oh, okay. Freeman was forever. You know, Freeman, Freeman kind of, right. yeah, he built them up. And then when he left to get the, he left to take well, the I uh, love Dodger Hoyer. job. Yeah, Hoyer's done a good job. I mean, with Hap, I love that sign. I love that yeah. he took a homegrown product mm -hmm. and decided we're going to sign this guy. They almost got rid of him last year. Contreras right now, and a lot of other free agents in baseball struggling big time, including yes, Javi Baez. Well, you see, I mean, he got benched. The I embarrassment mean, of, of 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 the year so oh, far in yeah, baseball yeah, doesn't know how many outs they already uh, got. They got a hundred scoreboards. The, <laughs> I, I mean, the, the numbers of outs when they put the outs up, it, the numbers are as big as the Empire State <laughs> Building. Turn around. It's terrible, Mike. Turn around. It's terrible. And they, he cares more about his hair than he does dyeing his hair. <sighs> Pay attention. He's too good a ball player. I know. When we come back, we're going to preview the other uh, play-in game tonight. We gave you a little breakdown on Bulls Heat. Mike's got to play in that game during the best oh. play segment later. Uh, we're going to talk Thunder Wolves a little bit here. We'll uh, sprinkle in some more baseball, talk about some of the, the Cubs and Sox uh, things going into the weekend here. So come right back, uh, folks. We are still cruising along. Oh, yeah. It's Mike and Carmen. We are the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. This is The Odds Couple with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco. The Odds Couple on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Welcome back inside The Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. Mike and Carmen with you each and every week. Follow Mike on Twitter. He's at North to North. I'm at Carmen DeFalco. Always catch up on demand on the ESPN Chicago app. We'll be on the air, ESPN 1000 and FM 100.3 HD2 after White Sox baseball on this Friday night. And you'll get the encore replay Saturday morning at 7. So uh, earlier in the show, we gave you the breakdown of Bulls and Heat. Mm -hmm. Mike's got a play on that game coming yep. up in a little bit. Thunder, T-Wolves. We're looking at a very similar point spread, just a very different total uh, as we compare it to the first mm -hmm. game. Thunder go to Minneapolis, where the T-Wolves are a home five-and-a-half point favorite. The total in this game is 228-and-a-half. Boy, Minnesota just played terribly down yes. the stretch in L.A. the other night. That was one of the... They should have won that game. They probably should have, Mike. It was they one of the scored eleven points. The last what? The last ten minutes. Twelve. Or twelve minutes, including the overtime. Yeah. I bet. Like they probably yeah. scored. It was one of the sloppier, Ugh. like oddly compelling uh, games I've ever seen. If that makes sense. Like I stayed up for the whole thing. It was oh on my late. God. I couldn't shut it off, but boy, was it some sloppy basketball on both sides on uh, Wednesday night, or that was Tuesday night in that game. You know how lonely you are <laughs> when you I'm... can't shut off the Timberwolves, <laughs> right. Oklahoma City Thunder game. I mean, come on. <laughs> When we can't. You know what? You finally had some peace of quiet. Say, I'm going to make good use of my time. And I know this. You had something on the game. I actually didn't, believe and it or not. And you watched that whole game. I watched the whole thing. What time did that, Carp? Uh, it was about midnight, I bet. It was close oh, to it boy. with the overtime. Maybe, well, maybe not that late. It was maybe 11.20, give or take, something like that. Yeah. 
Watch the, the last whole thing. Last time I saw Midnight, Obama was president. I mean, come on, <laughs> my God. Oh my God. Wow, that's unreal. It, I mean, you know, for a game, but it, but you know what? It was so you sloppy, get, but it was it was still compelling. It's compelling, and and you know what? It, the Timberwolves are they're an enigma, man. I don't know. Totally agree. Right? Yeah, I mean, the, first of all, this Gobert thing. Now we might not play tonight because of a back injury, back spasm. I don't know. I think they're better without him anyway. I never liked the trade. I don't like Gobert as a player, really. No. Yes, I get he's elite defensively. If you've watched any of those playoff series the last couple of years, he's a, he's been nothing but a liability for Utah. I think, the, I think Danny Ainge completely fleeced the Timberwolves. But, okay, fine. You want to talk about an enigma. Carl Anthony Towns yeah. can look like one of the seven best players in the league. Like he did in the first half. Exactly. And then all of a sudden you're like, what are you doing, Carl Anthony Towns? Yeah. It's maddening, Mike. It is. I mean, when he came out, I mean, they were predicting big things. Now, he's not a bust, folks. Let's let's right. make that clear. The fat man in New Orleans is a bust that well, likes that to play is. the Derrick Rose game. I remember Derrick Rose did this for a year. Now, I'm glad Derrick Rose is still in the league. But the nonsense of shooting baskets before the game and really smacking the crowd in the face He's dunking, has, Mike. has <laughs> accelerated from Derrick Rose playing for 45 minutes before a game and then sitting in a civilian suit to now guys doing windmill jams and then sitting. He's a useless guy. I wouldn't want him on my team. It's too bad about the guaranteed deal. He's a disappointment and a loser. Period. It's That's too, what he is. It's too bad, too, because he. you see when he's on the floor, he can play. He's never going to stay healthy. I mean, my God, they're saying now this guy that plays hockey is going to be playing for one of the teams. Grant, I forget his name. I mean, the team he's on. He had back surgery in January. <laughs> At the same time... That this guy had a bad hamstring, and this guy's going to play tonight. The hockey player. I'll, if you look it up, I, I, well, well, you'll I see it. it Grant, somebody like that. But I heard it this morning. I'm sorry I forgot the name. But there's a hockey player. And they'll play if their heads are cut open. <laughs> they will. They're not. And nuts. this guy here they're with animals. a pulled hamstring, Adams. But, but that's the guy. Grant Adams? Yes. All right. He had a busted back. And he's playing, and the, and the Pelicans fat man is sitting on his rear end. Well, I don't, the, the, like the stuff. What a joke! The, the dunks before the game, like what? What could you got to be a hundred percent? See, that's why hockey players are the toughest athletes in the world. They take it, and they'll they'll play the next period. They don't like to miss. NBA players have taken the game to an all-time low as far as toughness, the load management BS. But this is ridiculous what he did the other night. Yeah, and it's a bad look when you're out there windmill dunking before games and they right? don't play. It's like me. Um, I got I got a D once and I and I and I bragged about it. Mm, Come on. Yeah. You don't do that. He's not done anything and he's making all that money. Any uh, any feel one way or another on Thunder T Wolves? I I, I kind of no. Anthony Edwards looked he just looked hurt. Quite frankly, he was yes. three of seventeen from the floor the other night. He scored only nine points. He looked hurt. I think the best player on the floor tonight is probably going to be Shea Gilgis Alexander for the Thunder. So um, I don't know. Maybe you just you, you lean on the best player. His total in the game, by the way, is thirty three and a half. It's now, crazy. I know besides yourself, and you know I love you. This isn't a box office draw for me. No, I know. It's it's know. like nondescript two NBA teams that you know won't be there at the end. Yeah. So I don't have any. I have. I, I get that. Bulls game, I know. get it. I get it's it. It's a different. It's a drop off from the Bulls Heat, in I, my opinion. I totally Actually, hear you. Right. I do. I feel yeah. you. Um, all right. Uh, how about some baseball? White Sox are at oh. home against the Orioles. Uh, my White Sox have yet to win a series, Mike, and everybody's hurt again. Although Pedro Grafal did say Mancada and Aloy could potentially. 
play this weekend. I mean, uh, uh, Makata's not even on the IL. He hasn't played since Monday. I don't know. Maybe he's back in the lineup. We're, we're recording early Friday, as we always do, so we have not seen a lineup card yet. I would think Makata's back in the lineup at some point. Otherwise, they are going to have to IL him retro to Monday. Uh, Aloy's eligible to come off. He might play this weekend, but they're, they're still frustrating. And I know they weren't charged with an error the other day, but my God, defensively, it is an absolute disaster. Well, first of all, Gavin Sheets, the fact he's listed I, as a first baseman is a joke. There's no position that he can play. Right hey, fielder first. And he I'm certainly thinking, can't play right. No, I mean, I saw that the other night. Terrible. You know what? Look, they're my team since I was a kid. I'm going to tell it straight up. I mean, the fact that Abreu was let loose was the first bad thing, was the first thing in the players' heads. They let go of this guy. What happened to four years of the nonsense of the rebuild? That's over with. If you're rebuilding, you don't have Elvis Andrews at second base. You don't have older players, and they're a slow team. Now they were built for the home run, it seems like. They only have a couple speedsters, and you got heavy-footed guys like Vaughn and Grandel. And and it just, I just don't see this team doing it at the end. I hope they surprise me. Their pitching seems like it can be great one day, Tom, mm-hmm. and then bad the next. And that goes for the starters and the bullpen. Do I want them to win? Yeah. But right now, if you have the White Sox for the over and the White Sox to win the division mm-hmm. with the way Minnesota's playing, look out. Look out, folks. Cubs have a winning record through Love 11. The Cubs. They go out to play the uh, Dodgers out they in— They play good D for the most part. You know, they're t- they really do. First of all, their defense up they're the middle is terrific. They're different than the White Sox as yeah. far as that goes. Their defense up the middle is great. It is. I mean, Nico, this kid Swanson, oh, what yeah. a pickup. I Absolutely. Mean, he seems like a, I mean, there's not many players that leave Atlanta and go, God, thank God I'm with the Cubs. When he had such a, a struggle through the spring, too. Now he comes out, he's you know he's hitting 400. I mean, it's like he's been. And, he, and he's charged up when he yeah. scores. He, he brings a soulfulness and, yeah. a, and a spirit to the clubhouse. I mean, I like the way their team's playing. I like the way Ross, he's made some mistakes, but not as many as Pedro. I I found it amusing that, uh, you know, Pedro's a first-year guy, so I'm giving him the opportunity. Mm -hmm. He's finally getting it. But when you have Dylan Cecil, and I know people said, well, Mike, Dylan gives up more fly balls than grounders. You don't put Gavin Sheets at first and Alberto at third. When you have your number one guy. Well, out. part of the problem is Mankata's back again. I think that's why. Wow. I mean, it's just, it's the same old with this team all the time. I, it you is. Know? And they're very frustrating. frustrating yeah. And we'll see what happens. But yep. right now, if you're a White Sox fan, you're shaky. Uh, you can get the Cubs as a pretty big dog tonight, obviously. They're playing the Dodgers in LA. Syndergaard's yeah. pitching. But Justin Steele's on the mound for the Cubs. He got, he's him. been good, man. I mean, you know, even going back to last year, I know he's only made one start so far. Actually, he's made two starts this year. And and he's been good in both of them. And there were times last year where he really pitched well. So you can get him as a, about a $1.70 underdog if you want to take a look at that. Yeah, tonight. I think that's a game I'd stay away from. I and mean, I think a lot of, but I think, you know, a lot of people will take a look at the Cubs, you know, because they're playing good D. They don't give, yeah. they're not giving teams four or five outs. Yeah. All right, when we come back, we will get some ponies from Jim Miller. We'll talk about what's happening over at Hawthorne, and we'll give you our best play. So still more to do. Don't go anywhere, folks. It's Mike and Carmen. We're rolling along. This is The Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Entering the home stretch on this edition of The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. Mike and Carmen with you every week, and we're also joined each and every week by one of the best handicappers in 
the business. He is the expert handicapper from Hawthorne Racecourse, and he joins us on the CarX Tire and Auto Hotline, the one and only Jim Miller. Jimmy! Boys, this is the craziest derby I think we're ever going to see, at least since the introduction of the point system, because this is the first year, guys, that horses that ran second in the 100-point prep races are not in the derby. You have to have more than the 40 points to get in this year. 45 is horse number 20. It's insane, but everybody's staying healthy, so it's a really interesting race now. That is something. Uh, You know, Jimmy, normally all he does is give out winners. Uh, I'll tell you the story about last weekend. Mikey, thank God Mikey bailed us out because I had a loser. No doubt. And I'll tell you what happened with Jim. Mikey went 2-1. and So the Masters coverage is halted, what, around 2 o'clock or so last Saturday. So I flip on NBC. I flip on the because I bet the horses Jimmy told us to bet. Sure. I and the races are coming up now in the afternoon. I, the road to the Derby coverage. I'm watching Santa Anita, the the uh, the, the the Wood Memorial um, uh, at Aqueduct. Our, uh, our our horse finished fourth uh, in both of those, Jimmy. I mean, it was like they were right there to finish in the top three. We bet them across the board. They were right there, and they just came up a little bit short. And, and one of them was double-digit odds and got beaten only a nose for fourth. Oh. I mean, it was, it, it was that close, and that's just kind of how things go. But we took some shots last week, and you had to do so. I mean, the winner of the Wood Memorial was a horse that paid $120 to win. So it's one of those things where everything was thrown for a loop. And then we tried to beat the favorite in the Santa Anita Derby. The favorite happened to win. A horse from Japan ran a huge race. This horse can't, comes over from Japan, tries to qualify, gets beaten ahead, and they're not into the field for the Derby. Mm. I mean, right now, guys, it's going to be weird because last year you had your 20 horses for the Derby and Rich Strike out of Churchill Downs getting ready for the race. This year, guys, there could be 25 to 26 horses at Churchill Downs just waiting to see if they're going to be able to get into the race. That's Let wild. me ask you something. I mean, this point system, they, how long has this been going on? And So this is nine years, yep. It sounds like you don't like it. Um, it's one of those things where it's hard because it's always tweaked. And mm-hmm. the thing about it, and I say it's always tweaked, is this year was the first year, Mike, where fifth-place finishers got points. It always mm-hmm. used to be the top four. Well, now you go down to fifth place for points. Well, there's 18% more points available over the course of all the races. So you're spreading things out a little bit more. But what it really means is now what we've seen this year is these horses have to push so hard to try to win these prep races, but also they may have to run earlier and run multiple times. So there's good and bad to it. But I think there's some horses that are going to be on the outside looking in that are going to be better than horses that will qualify for the Derby. So is, so the field is not set then yet, right, Jimmy? I mean, no. we're getting close, no. but it's not set. Yeah, there's only one race left that provides points. It's the Lexington this week at uh, Keeneland. And okay. there's only one horse in there with points that could get into the Derby. But what you're looking at now is on the points leaderboard, of the top 20, they're all pointing for the first Saturday in May. Okay. So you're going to be looking at these horses from slots 21 to 26 that are saying, we're a really good racehorse and we mm. may not even get in the race. That's pretty crazy. All right, so uh, where are we wagering this weekend then? Everything at Keeneland. It's a great card at Keeneland on nice. Saturday. So all three there, races 8, 9, and 10. We're going to bet all three of these horses across the board. So race number 8, we're betting the one. Train to Artemis across the board. This one's 8 to 1 in the morning line and should be flying late along the inside. Race nine is the Lexington Stakes. Betting the five, first mission across the board, lightly raced, but a very talented horse. If this horse wins, you may actually see it in the Preakness. And then race number 10 is the Jenny Wiley Stakes. We're going to bet the three, Queen Goddess across the board. Going to try to upset the heavy favorite there and see if we can cash a nice ticket. All right, three races at Keeneland, everybody. Uh, Race eight, the one horse across the board. Race nine, the five horse across the board. Race 10, the three horse across the board. And you can watch and wager at Hawthorne all weekend too, right, Jimmy? 
That's right, guys. Getting ready for Derby. We're going to have all our OTBs open, Hawthorne open early on Derby Day, and get ready for an awesome weekend when we get there. Great stuff, buddy. We'll talk to you next Friday. All right, guys. Good luck. Jimmy! There he is, Jim Miller, at Hawthorne Jim on Twitter. Make sure you follow him. All yeah, right, let's... the point system thing. Yeah, yeah, we got to get the NASCAR does it. I'm tired yeah. of that. The fans don't keep track of that. You know, you got to be a real diehard, I guess. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah. All right, what do we uh, like for some best bets for the weekend, Mike? Oh, Carm, you know me. I like to go with the, with three. T- I'm going to go with three things that I love coming it. up. I'll just give you one, then you'll give me yours. And Sounds good. Well. Okay, I'm going with Miami guys. I'm nope. sorry. I just uh, think that the Bulls, they played well the other night. Can they do it again? I think Miami's going to be ready for them. If the Bulls win, I'll take the loss gladly. Okay. I just got it registered as Miami right now, minus five and a half. Might be five by the time uh, they kick off tonight. All right, five and a half. Miami uh, is the play Tell for the Bulls Mikey. I picked against them. Yeah, no one by Fire them off, right? Yeah. Uh, all right, we talked about the Tampa Bay Rays, 13-0. They've played the Tigers, the Nats, the A's, and the Red Sox. All right? So at some point, uh, and, and I, I agree with Mike said earlier, I don't care who you play in baseball over That's 13 right. games. To win them all is crazy. This is going to be the best team they play yet. This is going to be the best lineup they face yet. They're in Toronto as a favorite. Right now, you can get the Blue Jays at home at plus 110. We're going to fade the Rays. Maybe I'm nuts. God help us all. But let's go Blue Jays plus the 110. I know Barrios has been terrible in his first couple of starts, but Toronto handles right-handed pitching about as well as any team in baseball, if not better than any team in baseball the last couple of seasons. I think they'll pound out some runs. I think the Blue Jays end the Rays 13-0 start, so Toronto is my play for tonight. I'm not sure that they win the game outright. I love the pick, but I got the same pick as Carmen has, except I'm buying a run and a half. Okay. At minus 145. So Carmen and I are on the same page. The only thing I got, and you know what I always say about the running app, it's like getting four or five points in the NFL. Yep. Uh, I'm going to take Toronto. I'm with Carmen on this. I think they can win outright, but uh, I'll pay the extra. I, I mean, I pay 110 juice if I usually lose an over and under. But here, uh, the uh, the plus one app, it's minus 145. Okay. I think it's well worth it. So there you I'm go. going to go with you on Toronto with uh, the run line. You so got another one, my friend. I've got one other thing I'll yeah, give out. Yeah, baby. I, I love one other thing. I'm going to give out a prop bet in the Bulls game. So Mike oh. Mike likes the heat. I'm going to give out a prop. Um, this has gone up a little from where I wanted to give this out, but I'll still give it out. I'm going to give out Vooch's points total. Over 16 and a half. The over is minus 110. I'm going to give out Vooch over 16 and a half at minus 110. Uh, yesterday, you could have had this at about 15 and a half, and I wish we could have given it out then, but that's okay. 16 and a half. I think Vooch will have a game. I think they'll really key on, on like you said, DeMar and Zach. They're not going to want Zach to do what he did the other night in Toronto. I think Vooch could maybe be the beneficiary of that. I know uh, Bam can really block shots and is a good presence around the rim, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and say Vooch over 16 and a half in that game tonight. All right. I'm only going to go with what what I had because uh, me and you really hooked up with the Toronto game, which we love, by the way. Don't forget 148 today with the bonus play. I did well last week, too, folks, with the great Carmen and Yurko show. Sounds wonderful. Uh, We thank Eric Ostrowski for producing, as always. Thanks to Luke Pergandy and Jim Miller. And thank you for listening, everybody. Enjoy uh, the beautiful weather while it lasts for a few more days. Have a great weekend. NBA playoffs are starting and all kinds of fun stuff. So it's a great time to be betting on sports and watching sports. And we'll see everybody again next Friday. So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North. 
on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports.